You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConfora. So I think if I'm a Giants fan, while I hate this season and where it's going, and while I have major questions about what those guys did in the offseason, paying Daniel Jones as much as they did and paying Saquon Barkley as much as he did, you know, at, at least they're embracing some modern um, methods of uh, asset acquisition and, and roster building. Um, as for what the Giants put on the field on Sunday – you know, Carl, I feel bad for their defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale. I feel bad for everybody on the defensive side of that ball field. And I feel bad for the offense yeah. as well. Um, Brian Dable not having faith in his quarterback to literally attempt to pass in regulation while they're playing bully ball and they're nursing, you know, whatever, Terrible. a 10-3 lead, a seven-point lead, a one-score lead. And you're looking at that game and, and the leaders in a 2023 national football game. It's like Darren Waller, one catch for four yards and like Saquon Barkley with like four yards receiving. That that was their leaders. That was their receiving leaderboard for an NFL football game. They counted in the standings that they played at home against the Jets team that was worse on offense than them. I mean, literally a couple of screen passes to Saquon Barkley for a couple more first downs. And they win that thing ugly. I mean, they're sitting there on third and long running the football, you know, handoff Matt Brito, whatever. I'm like, this is kind of shameful. Like, if, if you don't think this DeVito kid can complete a check down, then there's plenty of people on the planet who can. Like, you got to be a little more prepared than that. Um, and then they get into overtime, and they're backed up in their own end zone, and now they're <laughs> throwing the ball. And it's like, well, what? What? <laughs> It made no territory, sense. marching the ball, setting up play action, and not even just trying a play action pass on second and short and third and short. 
But then in overtime, you're you're trying to you get behind the sticks and you start throwing it. I I, I don't know, man. And I'm a big, big uh, Brian Dable guy, but this season has gone horribly askew. Now look, the the larger reality is if if Terod Taylor plays that game, they win that football game, and the New York Jets have found a way to win some games where the other team, like you look at these Jets wins, they got four wins. What was Josh Allen doing week one? You know what I mean? Like that. Like, he's throwing jump ball after jump ball. They beat the Giants, who literally didn't play with a quarterback, right? Like, we, we've seen some atrocious quarterback play against them when they've won games. Um, I, I, I'm I, I'm not that impressed. They're not very good stopping the run. Their, their offense stinks. But they're, you know, they won that game. So, you know, and Aaron Rodgers, you know, is, is doing his uh, Richard Sim, uh, Simmons workouts <laughs> on the field. And yeah. he's getting everybody whipped in a fervor for absolutely nothing. He's helping his brand. You know, I wonder, like, the more calisthenics does he do, does that mean McAfee's got to pay him more on Tuesdays? Does the price go up? You know, the more of a shit show that he puts on before games, making it all about him and not the team. Like, does that, does that get that he jacks up his rates for, you know, what he charges for people – to talk to him so he can spew nonsensical problem and anti-science? Is that is that how it works? Uh, is it the direct corollary between how much of a jackass he can be, making it like he's this modern marvel of medicine when he ain't playing any football this year? Does that make him more valuable? I don't know. I don't play those games. I think the rate stays the same. <laughs> I don't think McAfee's think paying him more. I, mean, I if, think it stays if, the if, same. If his Q rating, Carl, if <laughs> goes he up. manages to stay in the news, if he, yeah. if he gets yeah. his Q rating up there and he manages to stay in the news for the things he does when he's not being paid to say asinine stuff to McAfee, part of me yeah. thinks he might charge more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jason, you know what's funny? You, you and I both know about these contracts, right? And I'm talking about just in our business. You can never go back once you sign these deals and go, hey, by the way, I'm a little bit more popular right now. I need another 100 grand. You can never fucking do that. Well, all right? Can you, you say that? You, you can never do can. that. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it I guess not. I, I, yeah. Well, Aaron Rodgers, though, he's, you know, nothing applies he's, to him. He's Aaron Rodgers. He's, hey, it's in the huddle, guys. Special. He is special. Follow us at In The Huddle Pod on YouTube. You can check us out. Here's the deal, man. Um, I'll tell you who stinks. And I'll tell you who's not a head coach. And his name is Josh McDaniels. What a complete blank show this is. The Raiders last night on Monday Night Football, we're recording this on Tuesday, guys, on Halloween. So, again, whenever you're watching this, this is coming off the Raiders' loss to the Lions. They are terrible. And anybody who believed at any point that Josh McDaniels was this offensive genius and he was in New England and he was going to be the next thing, at one point he was the coach in waiting, all of that is crap. The evidence is clear. He does not know what he's doing as a head football coach. And we can talk about Garoppolo. You went and signed him. 
You wanted Garoppolo, so that is on you, Josh McDaniels. And last night was another example. You have arguably the best wide receiver in the world, and this guy got one ball last night in Devontae Adams. It's shameful, and he should be fired at the end of the season, if not before, Jason. Yeah, um, it, their record being as, you know, decent as it is, you know, and I guess by Ra- Raiders standards especially, I think just speaks more to how much future – football is being you know belched out there on Mondays and Thursdays and Sundays right I think it speaks to the larger issue of quality of play in the league right now quality of quarterback play quality of red zone play quality of offensive design uh and script and and uh play calling uh because like yeah they're they're terrible but a couple weeks ago they were 500 you know like uh and, and look, the score doesn't belie this. I I thought this would be an absolute beatdown, and it really should have been. And it, it I'm still kind of I'm kind of staggered that the lines didn't go over 27 and a half points here somehow. Um, that took some doing. And the lines, the lions seem to me, Carl, to look at this as an opportunity to try, try to prove to some people they can run the football and, and mm. do it almost to a fall, which is odd to me because it's the Raiders. I mean, the Bears just ran the football. Like, the Bears don't run the ball on anybody, especially without Justin Fields. Like, the Bears just beat them the week before. You know what I mean? And they couldn't stop Foreman on the ground. Like, it just – it it almost seemed to me that, like, somebody said to Ben Johnson, their play caller, like, Jared Goff's not allowed to throw the ball in the red zone. Like, they had 500 yards of offense. Jared Goff was unstoppable when he didn't throw a pick six. He never attempted – he never threw a ball that went into the end zone, Carl. They right. had the ball all day. He never attempted a pass into the end zone. Like, I, so it was like we're going we're gonna to get a rushing touchdown here no matter what, and we're going we're gonna to try to run for over 150 yards in a game without David Montgomery. And, and, they, did, and, and they checked a lot of boxes. But they're lucky they were playing the Raiders because th- this, you know, you mess around like this and don't put a team away, and you, you what you kick four field goals and miss a twenty-seven yard field goal. That's a recipe for to lose, especially when you're at home. Um, so their red zone play calling and sort of what they were actually all about there, like there, there was. I thought Dan Campbell was a step on your neck guy. They had so many chances to step on the Raiders' neck, and they left them hanging around, including you know going for that short field goal. And- Instead of just going for a touchdown there, and and so anyway, yeah, the Raiders stink. It, it was a great yardage performance from the Lions. It wasn't a great overall execution performance from the Lions offensively. <laughs> um, you know, there were some penalties, there were some red zone bogging down, uh, but they got the win. It was comfortable enough, and they go into the bye, and and they look pretty legit. And for their defense, again, I don't know how much you can get style points for eviscerating the Raiders. But, I mean, you see 14 points there. Seven of it was, you know, a Jared Goff pick six to Marcus Peters. Where Correct. nobody – either Marcus Peters was catching that ball or somebody on the sidelines was catching <laughs> that ball on the Raiders' sidelines. But there was not a Detroit Lions who – who you, you could give them, like, special powers. You could have dressed them up like Spider-Man and put somebody in a Spider-Man suit. They still weren't getting to that ball before Marcus Peters. So, I'm just saying it didn't have a whole lot to do about the Raiders even making a great defensive play there. It was literally a gimme. Um, yeah, and where does Mark Davis go next? I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. 
Uh, he can't get anything right. They can't figure out the quarterback position. And, like, what do they have, three wins now? now? Like, if they mess around and win six games or something like that, now you're, from a draft standpoint, you might be in no man's land in terms of getting yep. a quarterback. Yeah, and even in a deep quarterback draft. Here's a couple other things real quick. Jameer Gibbs, I felt like this was a justification game, to your point. Hey, we drafted a running back in the first round, oh, but let us show you how good he is. They were going to make it happen. Let me yep. show you how good he is. 25, 26 we're gonna, carries. We're going to force yeah. feed this. Exactly. 152 yards. And, and again, Gibbs is real. I mean, he's a great, great kid. Great, great runner. Um, You know, I saw him at Georgia Tech yeah. before he transferred to Alabama. It's not about that, but the Lions were like determined to say, hey, we didn't screw this up. Okay. And so last night was, yeah, his coming out party. Um, as far as, as the Raiders go, listen, they need to, and as we said, the trade deadline today, we don't know what happens. They need to trade Devontae Adams, and they need to turn the page on Josh McDaniels. And to your point, hire a firm, bring in somebody who can advise you who the next up-and-coming, I don't know, Sean McVay disciple or Kyle Shanahan, whichever way you want to go, all right? But they need to do something. And it's a shame because if you're a Raiders fan, and there are a ton of Raiders fans out there, you continue to be disappointed year after year after year 